By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? Hi everyone, my name's William Barclay, but my friends call me Billy, and you all listen to 20 Tim Minutes with Tim McCarthy. Where the party at? Episode 27, right? Of the show, 20 Tim Minutes. This is a mental health podcast that is roughly for 20 minutes, that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. Welcome. Hope everyone is doing great. I am coming up on the end of my staycation. I've been off for like a week and a half, and it's been great. I told myself I was going to do laundry and fold it, and I only did half of that. You can probably guess which half I did, and I have a basket full of clothes that are clean. At least they're clean, and it's a good hunt to see what type of shirt or socks I'll be wearing for the day. And then you can be all quirky and have two different socks and be like, hey, I didn't mean to do this, but look how quirky I am with two different socks. That introduction was done by big fan of the show, Billy Bockley. Thank you, Billy. Uh, your Boston accent makes mine look uh, pretty normal. I love it, though. Thank you so much, Billy. Uh, big time fan. He listens all the time. So I asked him to do an intro. He signed up for my Buy Me a Coffee as well. So salute to you, Billy. Thank you so much for doing that. Thank you to the new people that have donated to my Buy Me a Coffee website which you can find in my link tree, which are in the show notes that I always put in. Uh, Thank you to Kelly Madden for donating from Drunk Theory Podcast. Georgie Girl from one of my favorite podcasts, the Chicago Tony V Show, who is like the number one fan over there. She started listening to my podcast, and we've been chatting via email, electronic mail, from time to time. So thank you, Georgie Girl. And then my cousin Angela and her friend Peg, who are big fans of the shows now. I gave one of my last shirts to my cousin. So I got my new shirts coming out soon. They're in the works. So once I get them in, I will release them. But if you can see on my head, I have new 20 10-minute hats. They are not the flat brims. I feel like everyone's not a flat brim guy like me, but I just wanted to get them because it's my show. I want my own flat brim. So I got the dad style hats. Uh, I think that's what you call them. They're flimsy, soft, great fit. They got a strap on the back, straps on the line. So if you want to buy one of these, let me know. I'm going to have them on my app. So download the app so you can buy a 20-10 minutes hat. Or hit me on the low and just Venmo me money and I'll send it over to you. So, hope everyone's doing good. Uh, This week, interview with Lindsay Martin. uh, Good friend of mine now. Uh, She is the owner of She Space, which is a health empowerment and beauty for women. Um, she helps motivate, she gives free tips, fitness, beauty, and fashion. It's like strictly for women, which is good. Like I I consider myself a feminist. So you got to take it from all ends of the spectrum. We had a lot of fun. We did our rock, paper, scissors matchup. So you can see that on this week, um, to see how that went. And then our interview would be dropping on Thursday. We talk about, uh, polycystic ovary syndrome, which is another new thing that I'm learning. Again, I'm just a white male that has no kids so i am learning a bunch of stuff about the women's bodies and the shit that women have to go through so it's very interesting and we had a lot of fun actually uh she's a she's a really good person and we have a lot of similarities with our uh, mental health issues so please listen to that and go follow her on the instagrams you can find her uh 
shit. I should have wrote that down, but you'll learn about it Thursday. Um, yeah, kind of had a crazy weekend. Um, it was part of a wedding for my uh, good friend Jay and Jen, and they asked me to ordain it, which was uh, kind of cool. And when I get on my uh, Adderall, I get super hyper-focused, and then I also don't like letting people down. I let myself down all the time, but when it comes to somebody asking a favor or asking to do something, I give like 110%. So I got like the folder. I wanted to get like a five-star Trapper Keeper from the 90s, but I don't think they sell them anymore. So I got one of those. I like printed everything. You know how fast I talk, so I had to like write things in bullet points so I knew to go slow. But man... From what everyone said, I did a great job. I was nervous doing it uh, up until the day of, which was almost a rainy day, by the way. But once we started, cleared up. Ray of sunshine came down on all of us when all the clouds around it were dark and dreary. A lot, lot of doom and gloom, but we were we were the bright spot in that day. I um, It's funny because like you kind of start off and like you kind of make it light. They wanted to make it fun. Because I try to make things fun. And uh, apparently I'm funny enough to be important enough to do something like that. So I made a joke like that. And I had a gr- like, I love when my jokes don't land. Because my humor um, is interesting when you don't know me. So when I meet people for the first time, they don't know if I'm coming or going. Which is great. So I like awkwardness in that aspect. And I also love when a joke doesn't land. Because when you go out with a joke, you're like, no, this is going to be hilarious. And it doesn't hit. And I had a line that was like... I was like, these two love each other so much that they were like, we should get the government involved. And I got a couple. <laughs> but I had a couple of the good jokes in there. I'm not going to bore you with all of them. But the last thing I did, I knew this was going to be a fucking home run. Because both of their parents have been married for 41 years and 50 years. And that's like super rare. I feel like everybody's parents are divorced or uh, they have one parent and the other parent. Uh, you find out on Ancestry and uh, you find out you have a whole secret family. But yeah, that happens to everybody, right? <laughs> um, so I was like, you know what? I was like, you guys are genetically proven to live happily ever after because 41 years, 50 years, it's in your DNA. <sighs> Nailed it with that one. Melted in my palms. So I have an end with both families for the rest of my life. That's how you do that. Um, but it was funny. Like when you go up and not land jokes, there was one, I had to do a report on Amber Alerts one time. And I started off with, man, you find some weird things when you're looking up kids online. And everyone was like, eesh. Which is kind of a shitty joke. I said that joke like years ago. So I get it. I get it. Um, I was on Jerry Springer in the crowd. And I got to say to a girl on the show, a stripper with daddy issues. And she looked pretty young for being a stripper. And I was like, oh, we might have to change her name to Amber Alert. And it was a good, good comment. But then she said something back to me that didn't make any sense. She was like, well, I'll come to your house and drain your bank account. I was like, what? That didn't even make sense. And the next guy was like, hey, can you strip for us? And then she stripped. Um, Jerry Springer show, fucking wild times. Like, as fake as it is, they throw those people to the ground. They definitely sign waivers to be like, if you get a concussion, you can't you can't blame Jerry. But being able to do the Jerry, Jerry was awesome. I'm just glad I got to do that. But it was super fun uh, to see friends I haven't seen in a while from, like, high school. Um you always have fun at a wedding. Even if you don't dance, you have fun. I'm obviously uh, a wedding dancer. I will go out there and cut a rug. And you got to have good music. Um, I feel like at every wedding they do like the same group of songs. Like Shout, that one's one. That one that goes, we don't have to take our clothes off to have fun, I think, how it goes. We went over a good list. 
of songs and I don't remember what they were, but think of some and send me your ideas of a, of a good song on a wedding list because I just feel like the DJ must have like an album. It's like, remember like the Now CDs? Actually, you remember those Now? It was like Now Volume 5. They're on like, I think like 109 right now. I walked by Target and I was like, those is, I'm like, they're still out? Like how, like who's buying those? I can understand like the Kids Bop CD to get it for the kids. But who the fuck is buying Now 87? Like someone's grandma that's trying to be hip. And she's like, yo, have you heard that WAP song? And it's all edited and shit. And she doesn't know what's going on. When I was younger, my brother and sister made me sing OPP to my mom. And my mom didn't know what it meant either. And she probably still doesn't. But they would go up, they would say to me, like, hey, go up to mom and, and say, are you down with OPP? And uh, I found out what that was like probably like seven years ago, maybe. I'm just saying a random number to sound funny. But yeah, if you don't know what it is, look it up. Um, it's something you, it's something you should not say to your mother or actually anybody in that matter. But I don't know if I like that song. You know what song is super overrated? I'm going to stand out with this and I don't care what anyone thinks. Warren G regulate is one of the most overrated hip hop classics of all time. I can't even get through it. Like I'll listen to Will Smith, wild, wild west instead of that song. And I'm a big hip hop guy, but go listen to that song right now. Not going to suggest it, but song kind of sucks. I don't, I don't like it. Um, I've been in kind of like a mood too, like up and down. Um, I thought like my staycation was going to be a lot better. The weather was great. I was catching some some rays outside of my hammock. The hammock that's on its own pole is great. The one between two trees is like too much like Huck Finn type shit. Because you got to stick in one spot. Like I want to be in the sun like smoking. Smoking. But make sure this year you put SPF on the tops of your feet. That's the worst sunburn. The shoulder one's kind of tough too because when you wear like a t-shirt or like a tank top, you can just feel it. Oh, it's a tough one. But I love picking the skin off. Big pin, <laughs> big skin picker. Are you? Love picking skins. I love popping pimples too. Anyone a pimple popper? Pop that pimple. Um, but yeah, like I got invited to a couple people's houses and I was like, I, I want to go, but I'm like lazy. Then I realized like, I was kind of in a mood and like, I have like the self-awareness to like not go places because I don't want to be a wet blanket instead of forcing myself and everyone's like, oh, what's wrong? Because that's one of the one things I hate, like going into work where you have to go into work and you're not in a good mood. And if you're normally in a good mood, everyone's like, what's wrong? I'm like, Michael Jordan didn't score uh, fucking 50 points every night. All right. He, he had a couple nights off. Uh, I'm not comparing myself to Michael Jordan, but that's the closest thing I can think of. And it drives me nuts. So I always like, uh, like making up, not making up excuses like back, back when now I'll just tell people like, Hey, I'm not in a good mood. I'm not going to come because, uh, I don't want to ruin it. And they'll be like, no, you're not going to ruin it. I'm like, eh, I might, I might I'm not going to be the guy sitting in the corner. Um, but yeah, I always like making up excuses. Like how many can you use? You're like, yeah, I gotta help my mom move. Uh, and then, uh, my dog has a cold, so I got to bring him to the vet. And then they, my cat, uh, rose from the dead and it's been a huge debacle and I got to take care of that, but I will talk to you tomorrow. And then I probably won't because I won't text you back. So if anybody tried to invite me somewhere and I didn't show up or left early, Oh, I love the Irish goodbye. Isn't that the best? Like 
I love everybody, but going down the list of like saying bye to everybody at like a bar or a party, it's like time consuming. Then you have to like interrupt conversations to say bye to people. So I'm just like, hey, I'm gonna go use the phone. I'll be right back. And then I just disappear. Or like you can do the Irish hello, I guess. You can just show up to places, not even tell anybody, not even invited. Just show up. Hey, what's up, guys? This guy just Irish hello. That's crazy. Know what we were talking about the other night? I don't know. I don't know if this is just like a... It must be like different carnivals. They might have different rides. But remember carnivals? They had the Sky Master and the Zipper. The Zipper was like, dude, like I don't know how... First off, I don't know how any of us or our parents allowed us to go on any carnival ride. Like carnies are crazy. And then when you learn about them at an older age, they're just doing meth and like living in trailers and like shitting in buckets like in a trailer. And then they're like hitting a button and, and like, I, how is there not more deaths at, at carnivals? Well, there probably is. There was this ride I went on. Uh, I think it's like Tagatha or something crazy like that. I'll have to look it up, but it was in the UK and it's banned. Okay. And this thing, it was like you sat, you sat in a, a circle, right? And uh, the seats were like hard plastic, like hard plastic, no seat belts. And it was just like metal grates behind your head and this thing would spin and be on hydraulics bumping you you would fall off and just slam on your tailbone every time and then like it got banned it wasn't even like they wouldn't even allow it in the u.s but they were like you know what we're in the uk let's kill some people and give them some cte um i forget the name of it i'm i'm gonna post it it's it's so funny i i remember going out there and being like yeah i'll, I'll go on that ride but yeah, the Sky Master were the one you're in like a like a dome and it goes around and around. It's like woo. They would always play Metallica or Tool. I don't know why. Every time I remember one of those things or saw one, they were always playing like off to never, never land. Yeah. And then the zipper, you were like in a cage and you were just flipping around, or you get that one that was like real greased up, and then you'd be doing like 360s until you like you threw up. And it was always good to see people on the Sky Master throw up because they just like threw up all the way down and then loose change would fall out and all the connies would be picking them up like it's a punk show picking up quarters off the ground you know what i'm talking about ska shows when people oh, what is it called not scatting because that's like shitting on people i believe uh i know is it scat i don't know when they're just doing the high kicks and the show like big shoulder shrugs but then you just go down low and you're like picking up quarters that's the dance move do that at a wedding see what people do to you they'll look at you weird but is what it is um but yeah, carnivals, man. How the f- like we should have all died at a carnival. All the rides and like you play. Remember like the games you would play and you would win fucking like a like an eight by ten of a girl that would be like slippery when wet, dangerous curves ahead, or like a a red dog, like a red dog eight by ten. You didn't even know what it was at the time. It was like some shitty. Has anyone even had a red dog? I've had some Mad Dog twenty twenties or Mad Dog twanky twanks as uh, my friends would call it. But then you get like a Stone Cold Steve Austin, like giving the double bird, and you're like, this thing's badass. There's a lot of games that were super bootleg, and you would spend so much money to get like a, a teddy bear that you can buy at the store at CVS for like six bucks. But then you're shooting the red star out, and they don't even give you enough bullets. I went to the carnival a lot as a kid, as you can tell. Um, there's always like gang wars there, like different kids from like different schools, and you just didn't like each other because it was a different school. That was always so weird. Being a kid was fucking weird, right? 
you just show up like eight kids deep at the carnival and you just like mean mug people all the time. You know what was another ride? Remember the Himalayan? That's another one. And you never know which side to sit on because you would always get crushed. So you had to go like on the ride with somebody your size. But if you were with someone bigger, you, you had to go on the outside, but you always forgot. So you're in the inside and you're just getting like you did that lean where you can't move and you're just getting held because the other guy's trying to hold up. Inertia. That's what that is. Inertia. Can't hold yourself up on the Himalayan. Then they would do it backwards, and you'd be like, dude, this thing's going freaking backwards, dude. This fucked up. I could fucking talk about carnivals all day. The basketball one, I don't know. I, and they're the biggest con artist in the world. Like, okay, I'll give you uh, three three shots for uh, six bucks, but if you get the fourth one, we'll give you now two dollars. And if you get two dollars, you get something on the top shelf, but we'll give you something on the bottom shelf if you lose. You ready? Okay, go. Then you give them like a 20, and you're supposed to get change back, and then guy's doing meth in the background. <laughs> Uh, I need to get a Connie on for uh, an interview. I do have a lot of interviews coming up that came out really good. The Sadie Sutton one, people loved a lot. And uh, I was shooting her text about it, all the nice things you guys have said. So I love how the interviews are going. I'm not even, like, good at interviewing. You know what I mean? Like, people say I'm doing good, but I never learned how to do it. I always just try to go into it as, like, I'm a fan, even though if I don't know them and I want to ask them those questions. Like, I don't want to be another dude being like, so uh, tell me your whole life story. How would you feel about that? I'm like, tell me uh, your favorite superhero and what type of mental disease you think he has. And uh, let's play rock, paper, scissors. All right, you want to talk about depression and killing yourself? Okay, let's do it. I like making it lighthearted because life's too fucking serious sometimes and you just got to laugh through the pain. You got to break the stigma by cracking a smile, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, I was looking up the stats for my episodes lately. And uh, this last episode took a major hit, but it was during my staycation. I just don't think I promoted it enough. Like, I, I'm not getting burnt out, but I'm also not getting excited as I once was, like, recording episodes, which, like, is kind of shitty to say right now when you guys are listening. It's like, oh, wow, this guy doesn't even want to do it. But I just think I'm in one of those ruts, and I'm just going to pull myself out. I've always said that I'm going to keep doing this no matter what. And I am doing a good job. I, I've definitely put in the hard work, and even though it's, like, 20 minutes. But, man, I'll tell you what, editing a show for just 20 minutes is long enough. I do not know how these other podcasts do it with like hour, two hours. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you do it. Unless you have like five guests and everyone has their own role, that's cool. Like I got one role, like I'm making like pretty much clip art from Paint MS for like like screens to like upload videos. Like it's very, I'm very ragtag, you know? I'm, I'm rough around the edges. You get raw and rugged Tim, you know that? The Raw Unfiltered Tim McCarthy, 20 Tim Minutes. So I'm still doing uh, raising money for the cystic fibrosis hike uh, for in honor of Lindsay's sister, Alana. We are called the Alana's Avengers. Pretty, pretty hip. We got t-shirts coming out. Uh, I've had a couple people uh, out there donate. I almost reached my goal. I actually upped it up. I had 2,500. Now I have it at 3,000. And then our team goal, I think we're like a like couple hundred away, which is... Uh, which is phenomenal, but yeah, we're doing it like a 20 mile plus hike. And I'm like, excuse me, what? That's going to take forever, but I'm excited. I actually got to get like hiking sneaks. I don't want hiking boots because I'm not going to be a huge hiker. I want the hiking sneaks where I can run. Maybe I'll get the ones with the toes and be that guy. But dude, you got the ones with the toes. You're like, yeah, I'm just being an asshole. Let me just buy them. And they're probably awesome. Then I'll try to sell people on them. I'm like, dude, you got to get the, the toe fucking <laughs> jogging shoe. It contours to your foot and you run like you're Jesus in the sandals. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. 
I, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How are you guys liking the tank top? I feel like a douche wearing a tank top. It is getting hot in the cat closet. I do not know what to do this summer. Very scared. But another thing that bummed me out was, uh, this happened a few times with me and Lindsay when we go to a wedding, uh, when like the maid of honor does her speech and she gets very emotional about that because obviously her sister did it at our wedding. And I know that like hits her and the feels really bad and, uh, it's tough because right? I can see it. And I don't want to like say anything. Like when you rub someone's back when they're trying not to cry and it's like you're hitting the Heinz 57 on someone's back and all the tears just come out. So it's one of those things that I hate because you got to think about it. Like she's sitting there thinking about her sister and she's like, oh, this is great. And I'm super depressed right now. So I've seen that a couple of times. So I do apologize. Uh, I'm not, well, I do apologize like in a sense that I, I feel bad. Well, no, I apologize for this. I did this to Lindsay by mistake one time. So I'm a big wrestling fan, as you know. And I watched uh, the Von Erichs on, uh, what is it, um, Beyond the Mat? Is it Beyond the Mat? Oh, no, The Dark Side of the Ring, which is uh, on Vice. I think the first season's on Hulu. And there's one on the Von Erichs. There's like six brothers, okay? And like five of them died all crazily. You got to watch. It's really good. But at the end, uh, the last remaining brother said something so fuck fucking sad. And I like slowly looked over to Lindsay. I was like, fuck, sorry. Because I watched it before and I wanted her to watch it, but I didn't put two and two together. And he says, uh, he's like, I used to have five brothers. Now I'm not even a brother. And I was like, bruh, that is like the saddest shit I've ever heard in my life. So if you want you want to feel terrible, go watch that. Okay. So yeah, thank you guys again. If you can donate to that, it'd be greatly appreciated. Even if it's a dollar, I will love you forever and give you a virtual hug. But that is the end of the episode of 2010 Minutes, episode 27. Vladimir Guerrero, or Podcast 27, that's the reference for this episode. I, I like doing that with uh, jersey numbers. Shout out Dickie Sullivan. Um, my recommendations for the week for music is Ice Cube, Dr. Dre, Natural Born, Killaz with the Z, because back in the 90s, throwing Zs on shit was awesome. Um, that was a former wrestler's, uh, theme song, New Jack from ECW. I'm actually rocking my ECW shorts right now. I like New Jack. I wasn't a huge fan of him because he wasn't really like a wrestler. He just tried to kill you in the ring. He actually like killed a guy pretty much. Like he like cut his head open mass transit, which is a great name for a wrestler. He was from Massachusetts. He was like the MBTA worker, like the big boss man, but he was like MBTA mass transit fat guy. Awesome. Go look. No, there's a New Jack episode on Dark Side of the Ring. That one's fucking nuts. They were smoking like pencil shavings and shit. Go watch that and listen to Natural Born Killers by Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. That fucking beat at the beginning is so, so nasty. I keep forgetting what movies I do. So I went on Netflix to see what's on there. Because if I suggest a movie, people aren't going to buy like $5.99 rentals and not watch it. Because I hate that. Um, I'm the same way with like an app. Be like, oh, $2.99 for an app that I could use. And I'm like, no, I'm not paying that. I'm not paying that at all. But on Netflix, the movie Rush, the Formula One racing movie with Chris Hemsworth and uh, Daniel Brühl, who's, uh, Daniel Brühl is great. I like him and um, he's in uh, the Avengers movies and uh, Civil War. And he was also in Inglorious Bastards as the main bad guy that was about the movie. But he's great, man. He's got a good look to him. He's a handsome, he's a handsome, weird-looking guy, if that makes sense. But yeah, they have um, what is it? They have a long, long rivalry from like the beginning they started in until like they got to like the big leagues of Formula One. Do people like Formula One? I like playing it. 
at like the arcade when you're like driving it, but I can't watch cars go around and around. People swear by NASCAR, but they always say like, it's just like a big ripper. I don't like loud things. If it's loud, I'm like, hey guys, can you just turn it down a smidge? Just a smidge, okay? Uh, but yeah, Ice Cube, Natural Born Killers, Rush, uh, Netflix. Go check it out. Thank you guys again for checking out another episode of 2010 Minutes. Again, I am your host, Tim McCarthy. I love you guys so much. I say that every episode. So if you're new to an episode of 2010 Minutes, you just were like, you know what? I'm going to start with episode 27. Seems like a good number for this guy's podcast. I love you guys so much. Have a great week, weekend, month, whatever you got. Whenever you're listening to this, I just hope your day's going great. I love you guys and have a good one. podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.